Hey everyone, welcome to episode 2 of IJ Notes, the podcast where we take you behind the scenes to explore the work of journalists around the world. This is David with the IJNet team. I recently traveled to Berlin, where Facebook is running one of its Reader Revenue Accelerator programs, which is training 14 local publishers from across Germany and Austria on how to build their revenues from digital subscriptions. Here I met with Ruth Betz, who leads the digital transformation team at Funke Mediengruppe, which is one of Germany's largest newspaper and magazine publishers. Ruth oversees the print-to-digital conversion of Funke Mediengruppe's news outlets, working to ensure that they adopt sustainable business models as they transform from print-to-digital-first publications. On this episode of IJ Notes, Ruth takes us inside her efforts on this front, discussing the challenges and successes she's experienced along the way and where the work may be headed in the future. Here's our conversation. Hi, Ruth. Thanks for sitting down with us today. Could you start by introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? My name is Ruth. Um, I'm the director for digital transformation at the Funke Mediengruppe, which is a major publisher in Germany. And um, my background is quite um, publishing or journalism and um, digital. So I've been working as a freelance journalist when I started as a student, of course, like a lot of people did. And then after that, I worked for Google and Airbnb, and I also worked for an IT company and for some startups, and I worked for Bauer Excel, which is also a digital publishing part of Bauer, so it's a mixed background. And now I'm working at uh, Funke Mediengruppe. I'm responsible for the digital transformation together with my colleague, Carsten Erdmann, and we are um, looking at all the brands and titles and uh, Funke and helping them to transition from print to digital. So what does this work entail, you say, converting from print to digital? Mm -hmm. So first of all, as we all know, print um, has um, a challenging future, so we can see that there's a decline, and um, we want to help to establish um, um, a fundamental digital business that is working for us in the next 20 years. We don't want to stop print at all. That's really not our goal. We really want to um, keep print and to give the people what they want. So that is really the basic idea. We don't think in devices anymore. We think in users by now. So we say there's a user out there and he wants something. And it doesn't matter for us if he wants to read it mobile or on the on the website, in the app or in the e-paper or in the print. Wherever he wants to read it, we want to give it to him. That is the main idea. So that's what we call user first. And when the moment when we started saying, let's talk about user first, we realized that means there are a lot of changes in the process, how we are working. So we looked at some of our um, products of, of our editors and how they produce. And we realized um, before we started that process, most of the production time was during the middle of the day, like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2, 2 p.m. and so on. Because they started in the morning, they discussed what is happening in the city, they started writing and then they published. Um, but if we look at the new at the users, when do they want to read the articles? When do, can, do they come to our website? When when can we see that there are sessions on our website? We can see it's at six in the morning, it's at seven in the morning, it's also at nine o'clock in the evening when people are coming home from work and they are exhausted and they still want to read some stuff about the local the local city. So um, we ta- we started talking to our editors and um, they are very open to that process. They really they they want to write for people. So they want to give the people the moment, the information they are looking for it. So um, we started discussing with them, so what do you need to change? And the nice thing about my job is we, we don't tell editors how to do their job because we can't. Editors know how to do their job. 
it's the only thing we can help them. We can give them data, we give, can give them insights. So that's what we are doing. And we're doing this with all these um, cities and um, um, titles. And now the editors start working. We have big workshops, sometimes up to 70 people. And we give them the insights and the ideas, and they start establishing their own process. They start saying, okay, so obviously we need a lot of articles being published at six o'clock in the morning. We can't do that at four o'clock in the morning, but we can work in the nights and we can prepare the right articles and we can plan them so that they are getting online or getting published. So when did you start this process? Um, at Funke, they started it earlier. Um, I know that um, some of the paywall processes started in 2009 already, but um, there was a real um, executive decision to go to, to help with the transition uh, to digital. And that happened last year. So when I started, it was in October 2018. And that was a moment digital transformation was established and it was clear, okay, now there's um, a department that is taking care of this process. So I started in October uh, 2018 and in November 2018, we did the first workshop with Hamburger Amblatt as a prototype. Have you seen results yet or is it too early in the process? Yes, we see results. Um, of course, there's some results in the workflows and in the way the editors start thinking. And what I really like, they are very enthusiastic and they even start doing more than they have to. So they really start giving the articles and telling the um, people who are responsible at that day, okay, here's my article, please publish it now. So <laughs> we have to, in the beginning starting phase, we even had too many articles that were ready to be published. So we need to find structure for that. So that was the one thing that we can see that editors really start thinking in, in, in user needs and they start realizing, okay, I want to do it this way and not the other way. Um, we can also see the numbers, which are quite good. Um, that has also a technical background that happened before I came. Our technical team, they set up a much um, better ordering process. So the, the frictionless ordering um, process is so much better by now. Bef before they did that, the, there was an ordering process um, that took like 17 steps or whatever. It took forever if you really wanted to, to put in your credit card. So when they changed that, I think that was in... June 2018. After that, you needed only three clicks to get um, the subscription. And of course, it helped also. So we have some technical things that changed already, and we have workflows that already changed, and we can see that the numbers are rising and that the people are really changing the mindset in how to work. What challenges have you encountered you know, implementing this conversion? Really, the main problem is the resources. There's always people who have their daily business, And now I'm coming here and telling them, and we need to really do something more. Please come with me and I have a great idea. Um, luckily, they are very willing. So everybody is trying to do the best he can. And yet we, we lack resources on every, on every side. Um, same goes for me. Um, we are a small group and I am taking care of many editorial teams and of product ideas and of sales issues and There's so much work to do. Every morning I start thinking about, okay, what are the five most important things that I really, really need to do today? So those are the five things that I'm getting done. And then I'm trying to get done five more things. And most of the day, there are 10 more things I should have done. So I'm always running out of time. Has editorial content had to be adjusted or you know, anything like that? The, the, the biggest challenge is the way we work together. I think it's the, the digital world, it means that so many people are working on the same topics. And before it was, I think it was much, it was, it was a, a more clear construction before. 
there was print and there was sales and there was product and it was very straightforward how to do it. And now we are discussing something. There's um, an article and it's getting sold because the quality of that article, which means it's not anymore. Okay, there's a uh, there's an editor and he just fills the print paper and he and, and there's a sales department and they take care of this getting sold. By now, ev everyone is responsible for this getting sold, which means they all want to take part in that process. So there are a lot of people who are who are involved. And that is good. That's what we call get everyone on the bus. Obviously, we need to get everyone on the bus to get everyone to work together. But that also means there's a lot of discussion going on. There's a lot of communication issues. So the cultural, cultural change, it's, it's major. And we need to just talk to the people. We need to be diplomats. We need everyone to understand why, why we are working the way we are working, why we start talking about this. There are people who are saying, wait a moment, this is my topic. Why are you coming here and talking about this? Because there are a lot of more departments who are now involved. And that's really a big change in a culture. So you're attending this Facebook Accelerator program. Mm -hmm. uh, it's currently in stage two of the three-part um, program. Has, how has this helped you with, with this effort? Actually, the Facebook Accelerator has been a tremendous help for me. I didn't expect that to be, <laughs> to be honest. I really wasn't sure what Facebook was uh, going for. And by now I can see there's a group of journalists uh, or of, of people who are working for a publishing house. We have 14 um, publishing houses who are taking part. And we are, we are all not competitors. We all work at, on the same problems. So it's a very open group. We are discussing a lot of things. And it, it's very good to see that we all, have ch we all face the same challenges. So that's good for me to see, OK, that's not a problem that I have myself. But it's really something that belongs to the process, because everyone is talking about this. So that really helps. The other thing that really helps, we get um, great input. So um, Facebook invited some great coaches and people who really know what they are talking about. They talk about um, the, f uh, the New York Times and um, the, new the newsletter program at the New Yorker and so on. So it's really high quality input that we get. Um, that's the th second thing that helps. And really the third thing that helps we get homework to do <laughs> and it's very helpful to go back to the publishing house and to tell everyone yes here's an idea and we need to follow up very very quickly because there's a next meeting coming up and this is my homework and we need to get it done in the next two weeks so it really helps sometimes to have an external deadline that is a very short deadline <laughs> so at the moment we are moving forward very fast and the last thing um, from Funke we joined with a group of four this accelerator program and we are all coming from different departments and it's really helpful that the four of us, we are aligned by now and we understand what, what is being asked for. And as we're coming from four departments, there are now four departments who are working together, who really go for the same goal. And that's also very helpful. So what is the next, most immediate next step you're planning to, to implement? <laughs> if you're willing to share Again, that. so many, so many. Um, Okay, there's one of the things that we really need to talk about is newsletter, obviously. Um, we do have um, some newsletters, but we got so many ideas yesterday about what the New Yorker is doing. And they, are, they told us it's really about having a relationship with the reader. Um, and it's about showing personality and um, giving help in this really chaotic life. So it's about recommendations. I, there were really some great ideas. So I really want to discuss when I come back um, what kind of newsletters we need. Um, 
we also need to work on our ordering process. I mean, we, st we already have a good one, but yet I th still think sometimes it's very unobtrusive. People don't see that they should log in and they don't see why they should log in. Um, so I want to work on that and to give them a more prominent login button, but I also want to give them the reason to, un to explain better to the user why he should log in. How long do you expect this work to go on or is it, will it be ongoing forever? That's a very interesting question and sometimes I ask the same um, to myself. Um, I'm pretty sure this is not an endless process. I think the digital transformation is something that will be finished at some point. The interesting part is what is coming after that. I'm very sure the next transformation is coming. So perhaps the future is about um, talking. It's about podcasts. I don't know, might happen. So at the moment, I just focus on what needs to be done today. And I'm pretty sure there's something else that needs to be done in the next years. Thanks for listening. And thanks to Ruth for sitting down with us. To keep up with the latest on Ruth's work, you can visit funkamidian.de. Make sure to tune in to our next episode, where we do a deep dive into the work of another journalist. And remember, you can always find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the web at ijnet.org.